open up your hearts this morning and just say thank you lord if it was not for your love if it was not for your grace lord i would not be here if we if we were measured by what people say or what people think about us some of us would not be in this place today but god doesn't look at all that god looks at your heart god looks and the person that he created, that he created for a purpose, and he loves on that person, no matter what you do, no matter what you say, God loves you, and for that we just want to thank him, just worship him, give him your best this morning, Father we come before you this morning, we just want to thank you Lord for you are worthy to be praised, Father we give you all the glory and all the honor. You are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. When the King Baba, when I'm moving, it's not Father, we worship you in the permanence of your glory, Lord. We give you all the praise, Lord. We give you all the honor. You are holy, Lord. You are mighty to be worshipped. You are worthy to be praised, Lord. Baba, on the cross of Calvary, Lord. You died for our sins, Lord. Even before we were formed, Lord, you knew who we were. You called us by name, Lord. And for that, I just want to thank you this morning. When everyone else wrote me off, Lord, you, Lord, remembered me. When everyone else didn't think I would make it in this world, Lord, you never gave up on me. And for that, I thank you. Father, I just want to worship you this morning. I just want to glorify your holy name. For, Lord, you only are worthy to be praised. You are holy, Lord. You are holy, Father. We worship you, Abba, Father. We worship you, Lion of the tribe of Judah. We worship you, Emmanuel. We give you praise, Lord. You are mighty to be worshipped, Lord. Use us for your glory, Heavenly Father. Let everything we do in our lives, Heavenly Father, be pleasing to you, Lord. Not do things for people, but let us do things, Lord, because we know, Lord, you desire these things, Lord. Father, we just want to thank you, Lord. Thank you for loving us, Heavenly Father. Thank you for cleansing us of all unrighteousness. We just glorify your holy name, Lord, for you, Lord, are mighty to be worshipped. But it's not good to say that you have a we give you all the glory, Lord. We give you all the honor. We worship you in the place, Lord. We glorify your holy name, Lord. At the mention of your name, every knee bows down, Lord. Just show how great and how awesome you are, Lord. Lord, I love you. I love you. I love you, Lord. I love you, Father. I love you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your love. Thank you for your faithfulness, Lord. Thank you for your mercy and for your grace upon our lives in the name of Jesus. We just want to thank you for what you did. Thank you, Jesus. If it is not, if it is not your will, Lord, let this cup be removed. But if it is your will, then Lord, I am accepting this cup. It wasn't easy for you, Lord, to die for us, but you did it anyway. It was not easy on that cross, Heavenly Father. It was not easy, but you died for our lives, Heavenly Father. And for that, we are grateful for that love, Lord. Not because you had sinned, Lord, but you became sin, Lord, so that I could be whole. You became sin so that I could be whole. And for that I worship you, for that I give you all the glory. 
I worship you. I give you all the praise. I love you, Holy Spirit. We acknowledge the presence of the Holy Spirit in this place. We acknowledge the presence of the Father in this place, Lord. Send down your fire to consume everything that is not of God in this place this morning in the name of Jesus. But you know what? Cleanse this place with your blood, Lord. Let everything that is not of God depart right now in the name of Jesus. Everything that is not of God depart from this house right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we are opening up our hearts this morning to receive from you, Lord. We are opening up our hearts to worship you in spirit and in truth, Abba Father. We give you all the glory. The great I am, we worship you. Father, we give you all the glory. The ever-present God, we give you praise. The Lord who is our peace, we give you all the glory. The Father who is our provider, who is our healer, we worship you in this place. Lord, as we start the service, Heavenly Father, let us not start it without you, Lord. Because if we go alone, Heavenly Father, we will miss it. But Lord, we dedicate everything that will be done in the service into your hands, Heavenly Father. Have your way in this place, Lord. Have your way in this place, Father. Have your way, have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord, have your way. Use us for your glory, Lord. Use us for your glory, Father. Even as we worship you, Lord. Let us worship you in spirit and in truth. Even when the word is preached, Lord, let it be a rhema word, Lord. A word that is going to transform lives in this place in the name of Jesus. Father, we just want to worship you in this place, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Father. We love you. We love you. You are holy, Lord. You are holy, Lord. You are holy, Lord. You are holy. Only you, Lord, are holy. Only you, Lord, are worthy of praise. Only you, Lord, are worthy of praise, Lord. We worship you, Holy Spirit. We worship you, Abba Father. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. At the mention of your name, Lord. At the very mention. You don't have to do anything, Lord. Just the mention of the name Jesus. Every knee bows down. Oh, you are holy, Lord. You are holy, Father. We give you all the praise. We give you all the honor. There is none like you, Lord. There is none like you, Father. There is none like you, Lord. There is none like you, Lord. There is none like you, Lord. Sanctify us with your blood this morning, Lord. Sanctify us with your blood. Use us for your glory, Father. Use us for your glory this morning, Lord. Lord, use us for your glory, Lord. Lord, as we resurrect with you this morning, transform our lives, Lord. Change us for the better, Lord. Use us for your glory, Lord. Let everything that depart from our mouth be pleasing to you. Let everywhere that we go, everything that we do be pleasing to you, Lord. We worship you in this place, our Father. We give you all the glory, Lord. Makatende kaishe wedinga, makafani rakupi wambiri, makafani rakuna match kwa Jehovah. Father, we worship you, Lord. We give you praise. We worship you, Father. You are mighty to be praised. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
situation where all your hope is gone. I want you to imagine when one thing that you are holding on to slips away from your fingers. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I want you to imagine the despair. I want you to imagine the hurt, the disappointment, the hopelessness. Then I want you to imagine a messenger that brings a message and says hope has been restored. I want you to imagine a situation where you thought you had lost something and you realize you have gained it back and you have gained it back in multiplication. It is more than what you were anticipating. It is more than what you were expecting. It is more than what you were hoping. See, on Friday, the pastor was preaching and he said they expected him to deliver them from the Roman captivity. They expected Jesus to be the deliverer from the colonization. But Jesus says, I want to do more. I want to deliver you from the gates of hell. I want to snatch you right as you are about to enter the gates of hell. I'm going to pull you back. And not only am I going to pull you back, I'm going to cause you to sit with me in the heavenly places. I'm going to cause you to be an heir with me in Christ. I'm going to cause you to be an heir with me. Now, if you understand this situation I'm trying to paint for you, if I say hallelujah, you're not going to say hallelujah. If I say amen, you're not going to say amen. You're going to say amen like somebody whose hope has been restored. You're going to shout hallelujah like someone whose hope has been restored. You're going to say hallelujah like somebody who has been lifted from despair. Somebody who has been taken out from depression. Somebody who has been lifted from disappointment. Let me tell you something. When Jesus comes and he turns your situation around. Amen. Amen. When Jesus comes and turns your situation around. That situation flees. And it flees for good. Amen. And it is turned around for good. Once Jesus is in your life, there's certain things that cannot coexist with Jesus. There's certain things that cannot coexist with the Prince of Peace. There's certain things that will not coexist with the Lord of hope, with the King of all glory. Hallelujah. Where he is, there is peace. Peace coexists with the Lord. Liberty coexists with the Lord. Encouragement coexists with the Lord. It's not depression. It's not disease. It's not despair. Now somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. I can't hear you. I need you to shout hallelujah. Yeah. 
the word of God says, he who the son of man has set free is free indeed. Hallelujah. You are not free in idea. You are not free in thoughts like I'm thinking I'm free. You are free indeed. Everything about you should say you are free. The way you walk should say you are free. The way you talk should say you are free. The way you express yourself should say you are free. We are not slaves, but we have been set free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Before I preach, let me sing the song. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, I need you to put your hands together like this.
song, Jesus is the mighty God. Amen. 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 He's the risen. Amen. He's the living King. Hallelujah.
just adore you, Amen. God is so awesome, Amen. He's the Lord. Amen. We just want to go before God and say, Yes, you are the Lord. He's the Lord who is waiting to be exalted daily. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We just want to worship Him. Prepare yourself, Amen. The Word of God says uh, in the book of John, chapter 4, verse 24, that we will worship Him in spirit and in truth. Amen. So we're just going to sing one word. I mean, two words or three words. Yes, Lord, you are the Lord. Amen. He's the Lord who is worthy to be exalted. He's the Lord who is worthy to be honored. Amen. He deserves all the glory and honor. We just want to say, say, Lord, you are the Lord. You are mighty. You are worthy to be exalted. You are the King of kings. You are the Lord of hosts. Amen. Hallelujah.
We give you glory. We give you praise. You are worthy, Jesus. Just honor him. Honor him in this place. You are here today because of him. Give him glory. Give him honor. Worship him. Adore him. He is worthy of your praise. He is worthy. He is worthy to be lifted up. He is worthy. Hallelujah. We worship you, Lord. Hallelujah. Just lift him up in this place.
worship you, oh Lord. We come before you to give you glory and thanks and praise. We thank you, my God, for sacrificing your only begotten Son, so that we may be forgiven of our sins. We are redeemed, oh Lord. We are free from sin, Lord. We are free from pain. Thank you, my God. Thank you, Jesus. We give you glory and praise, Almighty Father. We exalt your name. We give you the highest of praises, oh Lord. Thank you for your infinite love. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for redeeming us, Jesus. We thank you for your presence with us here. You are not in the tomb no longer, Jesus. You are here with us. You are risen, Lord. You are the risen King. We thank you, Lord, for living amongst us. May you open up our minds and our hearts so that we may receive the word today. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, praise and worship. That was that was powerful. Can we give them a clap offering? Powerful singing. Um, I made sure I was right at the back. I took off my shoes and I've been dancing. Today is just so important, you know. It's I think in the in the calendar in the year, Easter must be one of the most important events for Christianity. I mean, what a sacrifice. None of us could ever do such a sacrifice. I would carry my six-foot son on my back if I'm told to sacrifice him, I can assure you. But God gave us his only son so that we may be redeemed of our sins. So this is a very important day. I had an uncle in Zimbabwe. Um, he was Catholic. I was born Catholic as well. He never went to church, but he went to church two days of the year. That was Easter Sunday and Christmas Day. All his 54 years of life, he only went to church on Easter and Christmas. And I would say, but why is Sekure? And he would say, that's the most important days of the year. So it's good to see you all in the house of the Lord. Good morning. Yes, good morning. I want to welcome our pastors. Um, our parents are not here today. Uh, Daddy and Mamitsukada, they were invited um, to worship somewhere, so they're not here. Uh, we will surely miss them. I want to uh, welcome all the first-time visitors. I want to welcome the parents, the mothers, the fathers, the babies. Thank you so much for coming and celebrating the risen King with us. Um, today we're going to have Holy Communion. So I'm going to ask Pastor Vito and I'll also ask, I think, the ushers to come in and, and help. And the, after the Holy Communion, we'll get into the Word. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's good to be in the house of the Lord on Easter Sunday. Amen. This is the day uh, we remember that he conquered the grave. Hallelujah. So the house of the Lord is supposed to be joyous. Come on, somebody. Give me a shout for Jesus. Give me a shout for Jesus. Hallelujah. He conquered the grave. He is no longer in the grave. Hallelujah. He liveth. Hallelujah. So, so much.
the reason to celebrate. Amen. Because our Lord lives. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to ask uh, uh, our ashes if you can center the, the table for me, please. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. As we get ready uh, this morning for Holy Communion. Amen. We are remembering the sacrifice uh, that he made for us. Uh, for us to be here today. Uh, it is not because we were purchased by things that are corruptible, uh, but it is because we were purchased by the incorruptible uh, blood of Jesus. Amen. Amen. That's how much you are worth. Amen. Amen. You are worth the blood of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Uh, so today, even as we are going to be um, taking Holy Communion. Amen. Uh, let's turn our Bibles real quick to the book of uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 11 from verse 25. Hallelujah. I'm going to retract a little bit and read from verse 23. 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 23. It says, For I received from the Lord that which also that which I also delivered to you. Amen. Amen. That the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it, and said, Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Amen. Amen. So when we take Holy Communion, we are doing this to remember the body of Jesus. Uh, that he gave for us. His body represents the bread. So when we take communion, we take the bread, we are remembering the suffering that he endured in his body. As, as he was tortured, as he was crucified, as he died for us. Uh, and then when we take the, 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 the wine, we are remembering. He says, in the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as oft as you drink it, remember in remembrance of, of me. As often as you eat of this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. So in other words, when we do this, we are proclaiming the Lord's death till he comes. Till he comes, we are remembering, we are celebrating what he did. We are saying to him, what you did for us was not in vain. We are saying, Lord, we cherish your sacrifice for us. We, we appreciate you. Amen. We are celebrating the sacrifice. And there's a song that I, I love that says, I don't know why Jesus came. I don't know why he sacrificed his life. But I'm glad that he did. I'm glad that he did. Amen. Are you glad that he died for you this morning? Yeah. Uh, if you are glad, say amen. amen. If you are glad that he died for you, say amen. amen. If you are glad that he gave you a new identity, say amen. amen. Hallelujah. He died and he gave us a new identity. So this morning I'm going to take the bread and the wine and I'm going to bless it uh, this morning as we prepare to take Holy Communion. Amen. I'm going to ask uh, our, our, our ashes to help me distribute uh, the, the bread and, and the wine. Amen. Hallelujah.
for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Amen. Let's take the bread. says in the same manner he also took the cup after supper saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood this do often as you drink it in remembrance of me hallelujah let's go ahead and partake of the cup hallelujah Hallelujah. Just thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for your work of salvation in our lives. Father, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, Lord. Oh, for the work of the blood in our lives. Thank you, Lord, this morning. We exalt your name. We magnify you. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. Ashes, you can come. Hallelujah. And uh, move the table for us as we get ready to get into the word. Hallelujah. Uh, as, as my wife sings that song one more time, I just want us to stand up to our feet. Hallelujah. I just want us to stand up to our feet. I want us to join her in singing that there is power in the blood. There is something that the Lord wants to do in our lives this morning. Uh, you have not come to the house of the Lord in vain. You have not come to the house of the Lord in vain. But the Lord wants to work in my work this morning. Hallelujah. Mighty, mighty God. Hallelujah. In the blood of Jesus. There is power in the blood of Jesus. It washes.
just want you where you are. I just want you to lift up your only hands to the Lord. In your own words, I just want you to thank Him. I just want you in your own words. I just want you to say a prayer of thanksgiving. I just want you to say, Lord, thank you. In your own words, thank Him. In your words, in your own words, just appreciate Him. Ah, just appreciate Him. Hallelujah. Just appreciate Him this morning. Father, I appreciate you. Father, I love you for you first loved me. Father, I love you for you first loved me. Father, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you this morning. I love you with all my strength. I love you with all my might. I love you with everything that is within me. For you first loved me when I was undeserving. Lord, when I was not worthy, but Lord, you love me. Your word says this is how much God shows his love for us. In that past, we're still sinners. Christ Jesus died for us. I thank you this morning. Hallelujah. We thank the Lord. Yes. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. We can take our seats in the sanctuary. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is good to have you in the house of the Lord on such an awesome uh, awesome morning when we are celebrating the risen Savior. Uh, do not be sad this morning because our Lord is not in the grave anymore. He conquered the grave. More so the reason for us to celebrate him. More so the reason for us to smile. Come on, somebody. Take your name and just say smile. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And as you do that, smile to them as well. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Just tell them you've done well to come to the house of the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. Just stand up on your feet. Find somebody to welcome to the house of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Just greet somebody. Uh, on this Resurrection Sunday. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Greet somebody, greet somebody, greet somebody. Amen. Hallelujah. Welcome them to the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Congratulate them for making it to the house of the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. Amen. And amen. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We thank the Lord. We thank the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord for he is good. Amen. Hallelujah. I just want to take this moment to just appreciate my brother here, Pastor Hassan. Thank you for coming. Hallelujah. May God bless you. Amen. It is an honor to have you in the house this morning. Hallelujah. Uh, today I'm going to be talking about, I say, the power of the blood. Of Jesus. Last week I said I'm going to be talking about the seven places 
that Jesus Christ shed his blood. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. The word of God says, my people perish because of a lack of knowledge. So if you do not know what you have been given, you will die uh, without benefiting from what God has given you. I always give an example of a man that bought a ticket on a ship to go to a, a, a certain country. So he saved up all his life's uh, serving, or he saved up a lot of money to buy this ticket. Uh, probably he was coming to the United States of America, the land of, uh, of, of, of dreams, or he was going to the UK, somewhere, but he, he saved up his money. And after he saved up his money, he bought a ticket. When he bought a ticket, uh, he got into the ship to go to where he wanted to go. The moment he got in, he went and he locked himself in his room. Uh, it was a, a week's journey. And he never came out to eat with the others or to fellowship with the others. Then when they got to their destination, the captain said, Oh, this time on this journey, why is it that we never saw you coming to eat with others? Then he said, no, the, 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 the money that I had saved, that was only enough for me to buy a ticket. I, I couldn't afford to buy uh, meals or to buy food. I only had enough to save up to buy the ticket. Then the captain said, no, 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 no. The ticket you bought included meals in there. Wow. But he had missed out. He had starved the rest of the journey. Probably we are doing the same thing as well as children of God. Because when Christ went to the cross, on the cross there is a word that he uttered. Do you know what word he uttered when he was on the cross? He said, Father, it is finished. Oh, amen. Uh, hallelujah. Amen. He said, it is finished. Yes. In other words, he was saying, all that I have to pay, I have paid. Yes. All that I have to accomplish, I have accomplished. All that I have to do, I have done. Hallelujah. But somebody might walk on this Christian journey. Hallelujah. Feeling sorry for themselves. And yet when they get to heaven, then the Father would say, on this journey that you were walking on, you were starving yourself. You were depriving yourself. Not knowing what I had purchased for you. Hallelujah. So it is important today that we get understanding. That we know what it is that God bought for us. What the cross means to us. Hallelujah. Amen. We can go about celebrating Easter not knowing the full significance of it. Not knowing the, 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 the implications of what he did on Calvary when he went and he gave his life. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's turn our Bibles real quick this morning to the book of Hebrews chapter 9. Hebrews is called the book of better things. Amen. Hallelujah. Because that's exactly what Christ came to do. He came to elevate your life and bring you into the realm of the better. Can you turn to your neighbor and say, the better? The better. Hallelujah. Turn to your other neighbor and say, the better. He came to bring you into the realm of the better. Hallelujah. Better things that you can ever imagine. Better things that you can ever think of. Better things that you can ever comprehend. That's what he came to do. To bring you into the realm of the better. Hallelujah. So my Bible says, uh, if we turn to the book of Hebrews, chapter 9, I'm going to read from verse 11. 
But Christ came as high priest of the good things to come. Say good things to come. With greater and, and with with the greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with the hands, that is not of this creation, not with the blood of goats and cows, but with his own blood, he entered the most holy place once for all, having obtained eternal redemption. For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a, of a, of a heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctifies for the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, cleanse, cleanse, you, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. And for this reason he is the mediator of the new covenant by means of death for the redemption of the transgressions under the first covenant that those who are called may receive the promise of the eternal inheritance. Hallelujah. Amen. So the Bible is just telling us in the book of Hebrews chapter 11 that in the Old Testament there used to be a system that used to be there where someone in order for their sins to be forgiven they would kill a calf or they would kill a goat or a lamb and that would be presented or the blood of it would be presented on what is called the, the Messiah. If you remember, in the Old Testament, there used to be what is called the tabernacle of Moses. In the tabernacle of Moses, it's a tabernacle that had three compartments. There is the outer court, the inner court, and the Holy of Holies. Now, in the Holy of Holies, that's where the priest would enter in once every year. Each and every year, he would have to go into the Holy of Holies. And on a place... Uh, or when they leave that covenant, what is called the Ark of the Covenant, the high priest will take the blood of whatever animal that would have been crucified or been killed, and he would pour the blood upon the necessary. The Word of God will tell us in the book of uh, Leviticus, chapter 16, verse 11 to 14, it will tell us that the high priest, when he would enter into the Holy of Holies, you would have to sprinkle the blood seven times. Can you say seven times? Seven times. So seven times he would sprinkle the blood. But all these things that we have in the Old Testament, they are a type or they are a shadow of the real thing which was to come in the New Testament. So in the Old Testament, I always say that the Old Testament has the New Testament hidden. But in the New Testament, we find that the Old Testament is revealed. Or the Old Testament is explained. So the things that are explicit in the Old Testament, when we come to the New Testament, they are implicit. They are, exp they are explained or they are brought out into the open. Hallelujah. Amen. So we are now moving in a realm where the promises of God are no longer supposed to be hidden. They are made clear to any child of the living God. Unless you walk on this journey, Let's you, the, for the ticket that has been bought for you, you starve yourself, not knowing what God has done for you. So the New Testament now brings into the open everything that the Old Testament symbolizes. Now the New Testament in the book of Hebrews is telling us that even though there was a tabernacle in the Old Testament, which was made by human hands, because the word of God tells us that 
the Lord spoke to Moses and says, choose men that are going to build a tabernacle for me. Then he gave Moses instructions as to what he was supposed to use to build the, the tabernacle. He gave instructions on what material was supposed to be, to be used. Amen. But the book of Hebrews is telling us that these things were types. They were not the real thing. They were pointing to what was supposed to happen. Hallelujah. Walk with me. I'm just laying the foundation for what we want to talk about today. So in the New Testament, we will know in the Old Testament there were all these bulls that were being killed. All these cows that were being slaughtered. And the blood was taken every year. The high priest had to repeat this pattern every year. Hallelujah. But also he, also the high priest, every year he had also to cleanse himself first. Because he was not blameless. Because he was of sin like you and I. So every year before he, he, he offered the atonement or he offered the blood on the message for our forgiveness. He first of all had to cleanse himself. But the Bible is telling us that if the, the, the sacrifice that was offered by this high priest in the Old Testament was able to stay the wrath of God from the nation of Israel, was able to serve people in the Old Testament, how much more now we have a high priest who walked this earth uh -huh. and was found spotless. Amen. How more acceptable is his sacrifice than the sacrifice of a high priest that he had to cleanse himself first because he was also a man of sin like you and I. Mm. But we have a high priest now that did not know any iniquity, that did not know any sin. Mm. The Bible is telling us how much more acceptable is his offering. Yes. Hallelujah. We have a high priest who overcame sin. We have a high priest who was above iniquity. We have a high priest who was above transgression. Who has gone into the holy place to offer the blood that was shed on Calvary for you and I. Amen. So the first thing was the high priest is different. We have a better high priest in the New Testament than the high priest we have in the Old Testament. We have a high priest who is holy, Amen. who is pure, who is righteous. Righteousness means he's in right standing with, with God. So that's the first thing. The second thing is the object of sacrifice. In the Old Testament, we are told that every year, the high priest, I said, he had to do it every year. He had to repeat this because the blood that was being offered was not adequate. It could not suffice to appease the wrath of God. So much that the high priest had to do this continuously. Every year. Every year, year in, year out. The high priest had to go in and sprinkle the blood seven times upon the messenger. But now we are told there is a better blood. Hallelujah. Yes. Which is not the, the blood of bulls and goats. That blood now is the blood that is your advocate. Hallelujah. It is the blood that's speaking better things concerning your life. It is the pure blood of the Son of God. It is the blood of Jesus. The word of God says, if the blood of bulls and, and animals was able to serve and purify the conscience of men, how much more the blood of Jesus, our great high priest, how much more shall he save us? Hallelujah. Amen. 
So seven times the blood had to be sprinkled upon the messiset. Seven times the high priest had to go in and sprinkle it. Hallelujah. Amen. He shall take off the blood of the bull and sprinkle it with his finger on the messiset. On the east side and before the messiset, he shall sprinkle some of the blood with his finger seven times. Now you know seven is the number of completion. Because the work that the blood was working has to be a completed work. I said, Jesus said it is finished because he was working something that is complete. His work in your life is complete. Why is it complete? Did he do this ritual? Did he sprinkle the blood seven times on the message? I remember Jesus Christ after he had been crucified. The word of God says there was a woman called Mary that said, I will not go until you show me where you have laid my master. Jesus was going to heaven because he says, when he begins to talk to Mary, he says to Mary, do not touch me because I have not yet ascended to my father. So what was he, what was he saying? He was saying, I have not yet presented the blood on the messages. So wait for me to go in. Then when I came back, now when Jesus came back, there was a man that was doubting that Jesus was surely risen from the dead. His name is called Thomas, the doubting Thomas. When Jesus is talking to doubting Thomas, he says to Thomas, Thomas, come and feel me. And come and put your hand, your, 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 your finger through through, through, through the nail holes that are in my hands and so that you can prove that I am the one that is risen. What was the difference between those two? The difference was that the difference was that with Mary, Jesus had not yet appeared before the message. Now with Thomas and the rest of the disciples, Jesus had come back from presenting the blood upon the message. So he came back having done all that was required to him. Yeah. So he was saying to Mary, wait for me to fulfill something. Hallelujah. Wait for me to accomplish something. Then I will come back. Then you can put your hands and you can touch my, my stripes. You can touch my wounds and feel that I am real. But I have to accomplish something. He was saying I have got to go and present myself before the message. So I say the first thing was that Jesus is a greater high priest than the priest of the Old Testament. I said the second thing is that the blood of Jesus is better than the blood of bulls. The third thing is that the tabernacle is different. Hallelujah. The first tabernacle was a tabernacle made by human hands. But it was not the real thing. There is a tabernacle in heaven. In the book of, of Revelation, John says, and I saw the covenant. I saw the temple of the Lord in heaven. And there I saw the mercy seat. Hallelujah. So Jesus now was going into the real thing. He was accomplishing the real deal. What was being signified by these times in the Old Testament? Jesus Christ had come now to do what it was pointing to. He said, I have come to fulfill all righteousness. So Jesus now, after talking to Mary, he goes into the heavenly places. 
And there he goes to the mercy seat. And he says to the father seven times. Seven times daily. I have shed my blood for the people. Mm. Then the father examined it and said this blood is worthy. This blood is deserving. And there is no more need for another to go in year out and year in. Because in the real tabernacle, the high priest entered once and for all to cleanse you and to serve you. Hallelujah. But when he was doing this, so he will say now, where did Jesus shed his blood? We want to know the seven places that he sprinkled his blood. The first place we find Jesus shedding his blood was in the garden. The garden of Gethsemane. Hallelujah. If we turn our Bibles uh, to the book of uh, Luke chapter 22, verse 44. I'm going to do a, a, a lot of reading real quick to cover this. Amen. Luke chapter 22, verse 44. Walk with me. Amen. It will get good in the, at the end. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 22, verse 44. This is what the word of the Lord says. Then an angel appeared to him from heaven, strengthening him, and being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. Then his sweat became like drops of blood, falling down to the ground. Jesus was in the garden of Gethsemane. There the word of God said an angel had to be sent from heaven to come and strengthen Jesus. Because he was sweating. <laughs> Hallelujah. Drops of blood. Have you ever sweated or been under intense pressure? Be- and you begin to sweat blood. That's what the Bible is telling us. Jesus was under immense pressure. That he began to sweat. Sweat like blood. An angel had to be sent from heaven, hallelujah, to come and strengthen him. The word of God says, when he rose up from prayer and he had come to his disciples, he found them sleeping from sorrow. Then he said to them, why do you sleep? Rise and pray, lest you enter into temptation. Rise and pray, lest you are tempted. Hallelujah. When we continue with the scripture, so he would come back. Uh, but before he began to sweat, if we retract a little bit to verse 40, it says, when he came to the place, he said to them, pray that you may not enter into temptation. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone throw. And he knelt down and prayed, saying, Father, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but your will be, be done. That's what he was praying. He knew that he was facing death ahead of him. Something because he is Jesus. Probably he did not fear any pain. But we hear him here agonizing because of what was ahead of him. That he began to sweat drops of blood. When we go back to the book of Genesis, we find that it was in the garden that a serpent visited man. And he said, did God say, you will not eat of this fruit? The word of God tells us that Adam and Eve, they stretched out their hand to iniquity. God now is not like uh, the devil in how he operates. When he created man, there is something that he gave man. It is called free will. 
He said, what is love to me if it is first love? What is passion to me if it is, if it is imposed passion? Hallelujah. The reason why I know my wife loves me is because I know it's not imposed. Hallelujah. If I had constrained them, hallelujah. If I had forced them to love me, right? If I held a gun to her hand and said, say you love me, she would probably say it, but it would not be off the heart. But the Lord said, what would it, what would it mean to me if I create men and I force them to love me? But I want them to love them, to love me of their own volition. That's love, hallelujah. Therefore, he placed men in the garden and he gave men the ability to, to, to say no to him and the ability to say yes to him. He says, if, if you eat of the, of the tree of, of, of good and evil, uh, on that day, you, you will die. But if you, there were two trees that are in the garden, there was a tree of life, but men chose the, the tree of good and evil. But God had given them a choice because he wants to know whether you love him or you don't love him. Hallelujah. Do you love the Lord this morning? Do you love God this morning? Do you love him unconstrained? Do you love him willingly? The word of God says he gave them a free will. That's why in the garden, the word of God says, and in the garden, Jesus said, Lord, not my will, but yours be done. Because in the garden, men willed to go against God. But Jesus said, man, I'm here to restore man to the place that he fell from. Therefore, he said, Lord, I know I can have my way. I can say no to, to going to the cross. But Lord, not my will, but yours be done. So what God was restoring to mankind is the ability to resist the devil. You are able to say no to the devil. You are able to say no to addiction. You are able to say, my will wills. Hallelujah. You see, when we, we do deliverance and we are praying for people that are demon-possessed, do you know that unless the person that is demon-possessed is willing to be liberated, they cannot be set free. Because if you are in a covenant with the devil, if you are in covenant, in agreement with him, God is a God that respects principles. I always say this, in this realm that we live in called earth, he has given this domain to human, to, to human beings. That's why when he wanted to serve mankind, he did not come with the host of angels. The word of God says he put on the nature of man. He became like you and I. Because by laws, hallelujah, the only salvation could only come through the seed of Abraham. So he is a God that respects laws and rules. Are we together? So in the garden, we find Jesus reversing what Adam had done. Adam had said yes to the devil. But Jesus said no. He resisted. This is how intense it is. This is how tough it was for him to win your free will. He sweated drops of blood so that when it comes to addictions in your life, you don't have to struggle anymore. Hallelujah. You can be set free from any addiction. He gave you the willpower to say, God, I can be free and free indeed. Lord, I'm leaving pornography behind. I'm leaving addictions behind. I'm leaving adultery behind. I'm leaving fornication behind. Because you will 
it for me. Hallelujah. He gave you the ability to say no to the devil. You will not be a slave anymore to addictions. You will not be a slave anymore to habits that constrain you. You will not be a, a slave anymore. The word of God says he sweated. He said, Father, if it is your will, Lord, not my will, but your will be done. <laughs> what am I saying? I'm saying he gave you the ability to stand. When you don't feel like standing, he gave you the ability to have a willpower to say, I can stand. I can do it. You can will yourself to victory. The word of the Lord says, where there is a will, there is a way. When you will, there is a way. When you will, there is a way. He made that way possible. In the garden, all you have got to do is say, Father, I'm willing. Set me free. I am willing. I have the willpower to say yes to your will. No to addiction. Yes to your will. No to the suggestions of the enemy. You have the willpower. So in the garden, he sweated drops of blood. He restored to you the willpower. Say, I have willpower. Come and say it with conviction. Say, I have willpower. 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 Hallelujah. Because the things of the cross are not appropriated unless they are spoken. The things of the kingdom of God, they are only appropriated when you speak them. Willpower that he gave you in the garden, unless you possess it by force, it is only there in the garden. But the Lord is saying, Abraham abdicated his place of authority in the garden. But when I came to the garden, I came to restore to you your place of rulership. In the garden, you are restored to being a king. You reign in your life. Hallelujah. 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 Did we skip number four? Number two? Hallelujah. As Jesus, the word of God says, Matthew 26, 63, verse 7, it says they began to strike Jesus on the face. They struck him with, with, with fists and rods, causing him to bleed internally. He bled internally because they were striking him. Matthew 26, Verse 63, this is what the word of the Lord says. He was doing it all for, for us. Hallelujah. Matthew 26, 63. When I watched that movie, The Passion of the Christ, it put into picture, into, percep into, into, into percep perception what God into perspective, amen. Thank you for a good helper right there, amen. The word of God says, but Jesus kept silent and the high priest answered and said to him, I push you under oath by the living God. Tell us if you are the Christ, the son of God. Jesus said to him, 
it is as you say, nevertheless, I say to you, hereafter you see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the Father uh, of, the, of power and coming up on the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his clothes, saying, he, he has spoken blasphemy. What further need do we have of witnesses? Look now, you have heard him blaspheme, his blasphemy. What do you think? They answered and said, he is deserving of death. Then they spake in his face and beat him. And others struck him with pounds of their hands, saying, prophesy to us, Christ, who is the one who struck you? So in other words, they began to strike him, blow after blow, until he began to bleed internally. He began to bleed internally. What was he doing? He was liberating you from internal wounds. There are wounds that you, you have uh, in your life because there are blows, that fatal blows that you have, that, that, that you've been dealt by life. Where you are bleeding on the inside. People look at you on the outside, it looks all like everything is pretty. People look at you on the outside, they look at you going back and forth and they say everything is okay. But life has bruised you. But life has hurt you, you are bleeding inside. The word of God tells us about the woman that had the issue of blood, that she was bleeding. She was bleeding. That one day when Jesus was coming by, she said, I've got to touch the hem of his garment, and I know that I will be set free. I want to tell you, I don't know what has been hurting you. I don't know what has bruised you. I don't know what has, what has ruined you. You don't trust no more because you were bruised. You don't have faith anymore because you were disappointed. Every time, every time you remember those blows. When you want to make progress in life, you remember the blows that dealt uh, wounds in you. You are bleeding. You are bleeding on the inside. But I want to tell you that Christ came and they spat on him. And he, they, 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 they wounded him. They blow after blow. Blow after blow. Blow after blow. Blow after blow. I don't know the blows you have suffered in life. But I want to tell you. Christ is saying I came to heal you. I came to heal you of every blow. Of every wound that has been afflicted on you. By the enemy. By the devil. You don't have to bleed anymore. You have victory over every wound. You can rise up from broken relationships. You can rise up from failed relationships. You can rise up and say, you know what, Lord, my children have disappointed me. It was blow after blow. When I saw them, Lord, hurting me, I raised them up to be men of God. I raised them up to be women of God. But your faith is faltered. One now when you look at your children you are saying Lord where are you but the Lord is saying I came to heal you I came to deliver you from every wound that has been that is every blow that has been dealt you because I bled for you he came to bleed for you he bled internally internally we saw the blood on the outside but that was not everything inside he was bleeding Inside he was bleeding. Blood began to come out of his mouth. Because inside he was bleeding. Not only that. They pulled his beard. They pulled 
Have you ever been pulled by your hair? Mm -hmm. If someone just touches your hair and pulls you by your hair, imagine the pain. They, they took the beard of Jesus. They started to drag him by it. They started throwing him up around like a racket door. Throwing him about by his beard. Imagine the suffering on his face. Imagine the pain he went through. Isaiah chapter 50, verse 5. They pulled his beard. I don't know what has been pulling at you. Have you ever been at a place where you are pulled that you can't smile? How? When everyone looks at you, they see the frown on your face. Because you have been pulled. But the word of God saying Jesus came to restore a smile to you. The word of God says the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Amen. Where you were heavy better, hallelujah. He's saying, I came to restore laughter. You can laugh one more time. You can celebrate one more time. Because Jesus is saying, they pulled my beard. I frowned so that you can laugh. It's okay to laugh. Yeah. Have you ever encountered people that when you encounter them, you're like, there's something about them. They never smile. But when you are a child of God, there are people that just say to me, why do you just smile? What is it about you? Hallelujah. What is it about you that makes you just to be happy all the time? There is something that was done on Calvary. The beard of Jesus was pulled. He was thrown up and about around for my life so that I could smile. It doesn't mean that things are okay or oh, in my life everything is working out but I have an eternal state because there is something that he did for me 2,000 years ago. I can go back to the source of my strength and say, Lord, put laughter in my mouth. Your word says, they that sow in tears shall reap in joy. Jesus sowed in tears so that you can reap joy. Come on, somebody. Can I hear the shout of joy in the house of the Lord? He paid for your joy. He prayed for your liberty. He paid for your praise. Come on. Your praise. Give me a praise up in here. Give me a shout up in here. Because Jesus was pulled by the beard. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number four. They crucified his hands and his feet by nails. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll go to the hands. So number, number four is the scourge on his back. The word of God says they took a whip and they began to lash him. 39 times they hit him. They hit him. Now, this was just not an ordinary whip. It was a whip that had spikes at its ends. So every time they would hit him and they would pull it, it would come off with flesh. It would pull the flesh off his body until his bones were visible as they struck him. The word of God says 39 times they whooped him. They lashed him 39 times. Those that, that, that do research, scientists, they say every to every disease, there are 39 strengths from which it comes from. So in other words, what Christ was doing, 
You was liberating me from every sickness. You were saying I'm breaking the backbone of every sickness. It doesn't matter what is cold. Even if it's cold cancer. He says I paid the price. I bled for you. Even if it's cold HIV. He says I paid the price for you to be set free. It doesn't matter what name they might call it. It might be a disease of the mind. It might be a disease of the body. Whatever it is called. The word of God says the scourge is back. Psalms 129 verse 1 to 3. This is what the word of the Lord says. Psalm 129. Psalm 129 verse 1 to 3. Many times they afflicted me from my youth. Let Israel now say. Many times they afflicted me from my youth. Yet they have not prevailed against me. They have not prevailed against me. Their plowers plowed on my back. Do you hear how David is prophesying what took place on the, on the back of Jesus? Do you know a plow? A plow is meant to, to, to dig deeper. The word of God is saying, they plowed on my back. They plowed on the back of Jesus. And he was breaking the power of, of sickness. You will not be sick anymore. You will, not be, you will not be bound by sickness because Jesus, they, they plowed on the back of Jesus. The they plowers plowed on my back. They, they made fallows long. They just didn't just go a mile. They went all the way. They just didn't go one step. They went all the way. It says they made fallows long from the top to the, to, 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 to the, to, to the bottom of this back. They plowed on his back so that you and I can be set free from sickness. That's why today I've come to rebuke every allergy in this place. I've come to rebuke every headache, every migraine headache in this place. It has no power over your life. Every sickness, I condemn it, I rebuke it. I command it in the name of Jesus to loose and let you go. You are free from pain because he suffered pain for you. The word of God says by his stripes you are healed. You are healed by his stripes. We are healed by his stripes. Hallelujah. They took a crown of thorns. They placed them on the head. They placed it on the head of Jesus. They didn't just put it there gently. But they took a plank. They pressed it down. It started to pierce his brow. Blood began to come out. As they pressed it hard. Against his forehead. My, 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 my. Because you see, when men fell in the garden, a curse was pronounced upon men. The Bible says, and the Lord said to Adam and Eve, from today onwards, you shall eat of your sweat. But the Lord said, I'm reversing every case. I'm reversing every case. Where you were supposed to eat of the sweat of your brow. I'm going to allow thorns to pierce me. 
so that blood will come out and bitches hallelujah you are not supposed to suffer anymore you are supposed to live in freedom every case of poverty is broken from off your life if you are a child of god i want to tell you poverty is not your portion poverty is a curse and the bible says if power was broken it was rendered powerless as a child of god you've got to say i will not be poor anymore say i will not be poor anymore i will not live in poverty anymore because the blood of jesus purchased my salvation he paid for my joy he paid for my freedom that i will not live in poverty hallelujah promotion is your inheritance elevation is your inheritance you will be lifted up hallelujah you will be elevated in your workplace you will not suffer because he suffered for you he paid the price money will be easy for you finances will be easy for you financial blessings over this house i declare you are blessed in the city you are blessed in the field you're going in you're coming in you are blessed my bible says he owns a cow on a thousand hills the earth is the lord and, and everything that belongs that is in it hallelujah so everything is the lord the heaven is his throne the earth is his footstool money is your portion david says i was young but now i am old but i've never seen the righteous forsaken nor their children begging for bread my children will not be poor my children will not be beggars your children will not be beggars they will be rich they will inherit the, the fitness of heaven because of what christ did on the cross you will not be a beggar you will not be a beggar that's why jesus the word of god says there's a woman that came to jesus and she said lord even the dogs eat of the breadcrumbs that fall from the master's table lord if you can allow me just the breadcrumbs what she was seeking for was the healing for a child and the word of the lord says and jesus said the bread belongs to the children you are the children of the living god bread belongs to you bread is your portion eat of your bread wealth is your portion hallelujah the promises of god are yes and amen to the children of god hallelujah they crucified him hallelujah they nailed his hands and his feet to the cross everything that you touch you see in the garden men stretched out his hand to iniquity but now the word of god says that christ was crucified to the cross and he began to bleed to bleed on his hands on his feet because he was giving you power and authority every place that the sole of your feet shall tread upon you shall possess as an inheritance everything you put your hands to it will prosper hallelujah 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 whatever you start it will you will finish it hallelujah 
because of what Christ did, whatever you put your hands to, it will prosper. Hallelujah. Possess that land. Don't be afraid to take leaps of faith. Ay, ay, ay. Take leaps of faith. Walk in your dream. Walk in your, in your dream. Walk in your destiny. Walk in that vision that God has given you. Go for it. Hallelujah. Go for it. Unless you walk, you cannot possess it. If you remain in one place, you cannot move. Hallelujah. Begin to move somebody. Begin to possess your area. Begin to possess your possession. Begin to claim that territory. Lord, I, I claim my inheritance. Lord, I claim my possession. What is mine is mine. Whatever I touch is blessed. Wherever I set my feet upon, you bless me. The moment I came into this land, you orchestrated my papers because my feet all touched the soil. Therefore, Lord, this nation is my inheritance. I am an heir of the promises of Abraham. I share in the commonwealth of Israel. I am a possessor of heaven and earth because in Christ I am seated. I don't know about you. I know I can preach much better than you receive, but I know I know what God has done for me. It is not a child's play. It is not, it is not something mere. It is something powerful. My God, you gave me everything that I've ever desired. When you put your hands on that business, it will prosper. When you put your hands on that business, it will flourish because you are a child of God. You will not study anything that will fail. I refuse. You will not study anything that will fail. I refuse. Whatever you start, it will prosper. Whatever you begin, you will eat the fruit of it. Oh my God, the Bible says the wealth of the rule of the wicked is stored up for the righteous. Therefore, Lord, whatever I touch, it will prosper. Yes, Lord, the inheritance of the wicked is my portion because I am your child. I am blessed beyond measure. Then it says, Lord, my cup runs over. Receive your overrunning blessing. Let your cup overflow. Overflow. Let your bank account overflow. Let joy take over your soul. In the name of Jesus. They came to Jesus. And it was customary that if they come to somebody and if, if, he's, if he's not dead, they will break his legs to make sure that he dies. Because by the legs, one would support himself as he hangs on the cross. But when they break your legs, it means that you can't support yourself anymore. They got to Jesus. My Bible says Jesus had already said, Father, my spirit do I commit unto you. So he was dead. But they said, we, we, gotta, we, we just gotta make sure. We just gotta make sure that he's dead. They didn't know that they were saying, we gotta make sure that you get everything you are supposed to get. Because if he had died and had not been pierced the seventh time, my God, they went, of course, they took a spear. Then they thrust it in his side. Water and blood gushed out from his side. My, 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 my. Oh, thank you, 
Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Are you ready for this? You are not fit. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Water and blood came out of his side. What had killed him was not the nails. What had killed him was not the lashing. What was what had killed him was not the beard that still had been pulled. But he had died of a broken heart. He had died of a broken heart. He looked into the cloud, into the crowds. He saw all those people last week that we pulled, put in palm branches, welcoming him. of the land. 
living God. I come from a broken heart. My heart is mended. My heart is bound within me. I know no pain. I know no suffering. Because my Lord gives me peace that surpasses understanding. On top of death, my Bible says there was stoning Stephen. Stephen says, I see the heavens open. I see the Son of God standing at the right hand of the Father. My Bible says that Stephen fell asleep. He slept in the midst of being stoned. Come on, somebody. It doesn't matter what the devil throws at you. When he has purchased you, you can sleep. You can sleep in the midst of chaos. You can sleep in the midst of confusion. You can have peace. Let the devil shake the world. He will not move my peace. He cannot move me. If anything finds me, it finds me in Christ. If I need anything, if I'm in search of joy, I know where to find it. I can find it by the cross. I can place it on me. If I need righteousness, I know where to find it. I can find goodness. I can find every prayer. I can find it if I need faithfulness. If I need justice, I can find it. I know where to find it. If I need peace, I know where to go. It's there on the cross. I can find it. If I am having horror, if I have horrific trips, I know where to find my salvation by the cross. If I need You can laugh one more time. You can celebrate one more time. 
blessed. Joy is my portion. Prosperity is my portion. Victory is my portion. Salvation is my portion. Run to the cross. Possess your victory. It is yours. It is yours. It is yours. Rataka shataba. Retete moko shataba. Retete moko shotoba. He's binding up every broken heart, every frustrated heart. His brain is binding it up. He's bringing healing. You are healed. You are healed. You are healed. You are healed. Father, speak to every sickness. Loose and let go. Loose your hold by the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus. Rata Moshe Katai. Reke Sete Tebaba. Reka Tata Mama. Rosso Tondo Moshaba. Hallelujah. 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 The Lord is doing something. The Lord is doing something. Amen. You are in this place, you need prayer. Amen. Come on up here, I want to pray for you. Yes. We want to break chains. Yes. We want to break some things right now. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You are a healer. Give us a song. Mama, mama, mama. Re, te, 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 ma. Ruka, sa, ta, ta. Oh, oh. Mara, ta, bo, ko, shi, a, ka, ba, ka, ba. Every day, and every hour, you
Hallelujah. In the blood of Jesus, I am sanctified, made holy, set apart to God, out of Satan's territory, continually cleansed. While I walk in the light, while I walk in the light, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus cleanses me. Now and continually. Now and continually. From all sin. From all sin. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. By the blood of Jesus. I have access into God's immediate presence. I have access to God's immediate presence. Through the blood of Jesus. Through the blood of Jesus. I have boldness into the immediate presence of God Himself. For mercy and ask for mercy. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Come on, thank the Lord for the blood. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. We want to give on this great, awesome Easter morning. We want to sow a seed to the Lord. Hallelujah. As I ask our ashes to just come up. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. To those of you that are going to uh, give by text giving. I'm just going to uh, give out our number one more time. Hallelujah. We will have it uh, on, the, uh, on the projector next week. Hallelujah. If you text to 972-776-2506. Let me repeat that number again. 972-776-2506. To that number, just text GIVE. Hallelujah, and it will allow you to set one uh, to set up your account once, and any time you want to give, you just text the amount and uh, give to that number, and it will automatically uh, make the transaction for you. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's just pray. Let me just. Uh, I'm going to ask my wife to pray uh, for the offering in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Father, we want to thank you, Jesus, for our word and season. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Almighty God, for all the offerings that are about to be given here. Thank you, Lord, for every hand that is stretched. Above all, we thank you, God, for your provision that enables us. We give because you gave us first. Therefore, Lord, bless us. Continue to bless us, Almighty God, so that we may be a blessing in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Every day and every hour, you are faithful, oh Lord. Every
Um, I think we need to stand up and give a clap offering to our pastor. This message was just... I don't even know what to say. It was awesome. Thank you so much, Pastor Vito. Thank you for, for heeding the call, taking the call to come and serve us. We, we, we appreciate you so much. Thank you so much. And we'll take the message, you know, to take leaps of faith, to possess our, uh, possess our possessions. It was just, it made me see Easter in a different light. Thank you so much for that uh, wonderful word. Do we have any new visitors, first time visitors? I'm going to ask my pretty daughter, Tandika. Can you um, take the microphone to the new visitors? Can you just tell us who you are, who invited you? My name is Helen and I came with Amanda. Welcome Helen, thank you so much. very important day and we hope to see you again soon um, for our announcements on Friday uh, we'll be having Bible study between 7 and 8.30 and I'm happy to say that this Friday I was here so please come, you know, it's, it's so good, it's so good to learn more about the Bible so that when the pastor is preaching in front of every Sunday, you can actually sometimes recall because you've been to Bible study several times, so it's really important. And um, I think that's it for today. Thank you so much for coming, for taking time to share the special day with us. We hope to see all of you on Friday and again on Sunday. Thank you, praise and worship.